to 30-Minute Nutrition with me, Ani Weeks, your host. This is the first episode, so if you're new here, welcome. So am I. (laughs) We're going to be learning on the fly here a little bit. I am so excited to finally get this podcast going up and off the ground. I tried to record it a couple months ago and just the vibes weren't there guys so we're jumping into it again I feel a little more focused now on how I want this to go and I am big on feedback so I'm excited to see your reviews come in and hear what you have to say if you don't already know I do have a podcast page on my website it's aniweeks.com a-n-n-i w-e-e-k-s.com slash podcast so if you want to subscribe to my mailing list so you know exactly when an episode comes out you can do that there if you just have a topic you want to hear more about or submit a guest speaker that's also the place to do it so just so you know some housekeeping of course probably not your favorite part of any podcast but we got to get it out of the way (laughs) um i and again i love feedback so positive constructive whatever you have for me i'm really excited to hear how these topics resonate with you So this podcast will be not a deep dive. It'll be kind of your first introduction to some of the trending topics you'll hear about. I am a diet tech and also a writer. I do copywriting for dietitians. So I am really in the trends. Um, If there's something on TikTok, if there's something on Instagram you're seeing, I'm probably writing about it for health companies so they can better connect with their audiences over Uh, whatever's trending in the news. So it's a really cool position to be in. And it means I basically get to learn 24-7 about food, which we eat food three times a day or more, right? So it's really a cool place to be. I feel like it's really relatable. So that's what I'm hoping this space will be for you guys. Uh, We have so many awesome podcasts out there that are a deep dive into topics. If you ever need recommendations, reach out to me. I'm happy to help connect you with those. But this will really just be a place for both patients and practitioners to connect and kind of get a first exposure to the things you've been hearing about, like mushrooms and male fertility, like what are we eating for male fertility, that kind of stuff. Um, Just if you've been hearing these topics in the news, this will be your place for just a, a first exposure, kind of the basis of a topic before you deep dive into it. As the name implies, it'll be 30 minutes or under. You can probably already tell I'm quite the talker, so this will be a challenge for me as well to just give you the most valuable information we can in 30 minutes. So even though it's just 30 minutes, I do want to start out every week with two fun segments that I feel like will just be a little bit like a conversation starter for us. I really want this to feel like a little conversation you and I get to sit down and have every week. So my first segment will be called Currently Craving. So this week, man, I had lemon chicken and I forgot how just simple flavors can really bring out the deliciousness of a meal. So I'm craving pretty much everything citrus this week. (laughs) I have these frozen lemon bars I make and it's like literally the highs I think 28 today in Utah where I live and I'm still craving them because they're just so good. So I'd probably say everything citrus this week. When I was writing the notes for this episode, I said dot, 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 because it's in season, question mark. So I think (laughs) maybe it's just because it's in season. It tastes really good right now. Who knows? But I'm wanting everything citrus. So 
it'll be interesting to see week to week how these cravings change. But I think sometimes we demonize our cravings and just decide that they're kind of evil. But cravings are awesome. I feel like they remind us of maybe tastes we haven't had in a while and just invite us to have some variety in our meals. And so I just kind of wanted to change the narrative a little bit on that and share with you what I'm craving each week. Um, also each week I wanted to <laughs> talk about some weird food news. That's going to be our second segment. We lead into the main topic with, I kind of got this because I'm constantly asked about trends all the time because of the nature of my job. And I just thought it would be fun to kind of talk about the weird headlines we're seeing all over the place. So in researching this one, I realized it's actually been around for most of 2022, but I had just seen it coming up on my Instagram and it's been all over the place for me recently. It's the butter candle. (laughs) If you haven't heard what this is, I'll give you like a quick overview of it. But basically, if you've ever seen candles being made, you basically have the wick and then something that holds the wick up and you pour like a wax or some sort of wax mixture. Sometimes there's scents people add in, I believe like essential oils, that kind of thing. Um, So eventually when you're burning your candle, you get that sweet smell, right? So same idea, but people are replacing the wax with a butter. And I just thought that was interesting. I have mixed feelings about it because it's not an idea that I've ever seen before, but it doesn't not make sense. It's just very interesting to me. I feel like it'd be such a fun, entertaining piece. People are talking about how the resurgence of it, it has been out for a little while, but I guess people are sharing it more on TikTok and Instagram right now because it is really cool if you're the host of like a party to have that as a centerpiece of like your charcuterie board or something. Um, I mean, it makes sense. You want kind of melted butter just available. But anyway, I have weird mixed feelings about it. I don't know why. (laughs) The butter candle is what I've been seeing all over this week. So again, it'll be really fun to see week to week how these different food trends are happening. Um, Beyond, I can already tell you um, it's going to be my fuller word, guys, so hang in there with me. (laughs) I will try to be more articulate as this podcast goes on, but we are just bombarded with misinformation of nutrition everywhere. If you didn't already know, I'll get on my soapbox for a minute, but doctors typically, this is not all doctors, but most doctors have about 25 minutes of their entire medical education devoted to nutrition, which it's not enough. It's really exposing the gaps in the medical system. The conventional wisdom you get when you go to the doctor isn't very practical. And there's just, like I said, lots of gaps. That's where dietitians come in. If you didn't already know, I'm not a dietitian, but I'm a diet technician. Uh, The long name is, it's NDTR or Nutrition and Dietetic Technician Registered. If you've been to a dietitian before, I'm typically the person that would come in and do your intake and assessment. So it would be helping you fill out those forms, asking you introductory questions, much like a a nurse or a medical assistant would at a doctor's office. Um, I've never been in a traditional setting, so (laughs) I have gotten most of my education through working with dietitians online and virtually helping them to run their private practices. So I do have an education based in the medical field, but I am not a dietitian who would be diagnosing you or treating you. Uh, We'll have a whole another episode on the logistics of that and how to choose between 
a nutritionist, dietitian, what a diet tech does, that sort of thing, but that'll be in the future. Anyway, back to the main topic I was talking about. There's so much misinformation around, and I feel like dietitians and diet techs are really underutilized. We eat, like I said, three to six times a day, whether you're having those traditional bigger meals or maybe smaller meals if you're helping to manage a condition. But there's just so much misinformation on something that affects our life day to day, right? Nutrition is something we focus on every day to make sure our bodies are running correctly. So it's super important to make sure you're getting evidence-based. What am I trying to say? I guess it's really important to find a good balance between what the evidence and the science is saying and what you can actually implement into your life. So taking practical steps can be sometimes really tricky because we know the science. For example, we know we should be eating leafy greens, but that doesn't always sound appetizing. So how do we make it appetizing, right? This podcast will hopefully help you bridge some of those gaps and kickstart you into introducing some sound nutrition into your life if you feel like that's been lacking. So some of the three, this I really wanted this to be in the style of the 3 and 30 podcast. And if you'll pardon me, I'm going to look it up while because I want to give you the actual person who runs it. The 3 and 30 podcast, um, it's a motherhood podcast. So I'm not a mom, but I actually listen to this podcast because I just think it's just such an excellent format. It's called 3 and 30 Takeaways for Moms. And it's by a girl named Rachel. And it's just the format of it basically is it's 30 minute episodes and you'll have three takeaways at the end. And I just think it's such a cool format and such a a cool way to get people to put practical tips into their life. So I kind of got the inspiration for this podcast from that podcast. I wanted to give you a framework of three things that you could walk away from with. So First, with most episodes, I'm going to be giving you the literature. Um, Again, this is alliteration is kind of my thing because I write for a living. So you're going to see that repeated. I'm going to give you the literature, my lived experience, and the landscape. So let's dive in really quick just to what those mean. The literature is just a term we use in the science world to talk about the science, the research, the evidence behind something. Often if you're headed into an endeavor as a nutritionist, you're going to look at what the science says. Um, sometimes the science conflicts. Sometimes all of the science points towards one direction. So we'll dive into that on each topic. Uh, I'll tell you in our next episode where, where we talk about dietitians and diet techs and nutritionists, kind of the numbers. That's where the numbers will come in. So it's really important. Obviously, like I said, the science isn't always really easy to follow through on. Sometimes it's difficult. You need an expert like me or a dietitian or somebody else to help you go through that. So I think it's an important aspect, but obviously just one of the pillars that's going to be discussed on this show. Um, The lived experience is next. Like I said, alliteration, there's our next L. (laughs) My lived experience, obviously having written about many topics, I've been exposed to a lot that's out there. So I can tell you about the gaps in the nutrition, how the science doesn't always meet up with the practical steps we can take, the problems and solution I see play out in real life scenarios, what I've experienced if I've tried a certain method or eating pattern, I can tell you a little bit about what that was like for me. That's where that will all come in. And then the third L is the landscape. 
what does this look like for you in your life? How can you as a patient or qualified professional implement this in your daily practice? What can you do to be more competent regarding this topic? That's the kind of stuff we'll cover when we talk about the landscape. It's really what can we look forward to. Right now, I don't have any guests scheduled, but I would definitely love to invite guests on here. And that's where they're where where excuse me, that's where they will come in. <laughs> is the landscape we're talking about? What is this? What are we looking forward to in this field? Uh, what are, what can you? tell clients and consumers about this topic. So um, usually if I'll have a guest, I'll talk about the literature. My lived experience is sort of an intro to the landscape, the topic that we're talking about. So I do want to put a little caveat in here. Every fourth episode will be for NDTRs, which is what I am. Um, It's a diet tech. And I get so many questions. (laughs) I get a lot of questions about nutrition but I get a ton of questions about NDTRs and kind of how I got to where I am today. So every fourth episode, if you're not an NDTR, it might not apply to you, but it'll likely be about business, a little bit about my personal experience and journey in this field. So you can decide for yourself if that's something interesting to you. Just know that every fourth episode will be geared towards diet technicians. So That's something I think you'll see as we go if that appeals to you, but I just wanted to mention that. I felt imposter syndrome. I've started my own business. I've scaled up. I've scaled down. So I don't know. You might find it interesting, some of the tidbits I've learned. It's up to you whether or not you want to tune in for those episodes. So anyway, moving on, I wanted to talk a little bit about myself, which is not a comfortable position for me to be, but I wanted to tell you a little bit about me. Uh, make this a little more personal. Just having this be a first episode, I think it would be cool to tell you a little bit about myself. So my full name is Ani Weeks. Um, Excuse me, my full name is Annika Weeks, but I go by Ani. It's a nickname I've had since high school that's just kind of stuck around. <laughs> so when I started my business, I felt like Ani Weeks would just be a fun, short little name. It's really kind of easy to remember. So AniWeeks.com is where you can find free resources. I have a ton of free vitamin guides. If you just need kind of a base level understanding of vitamins, I have a ton. If you go to my website, it's under free resources, free vitamin guides. And you will probably just love it and soak it all up. There's so much information there. Those were the top questions I got starting my online business slash practice was, tell me more about vitamin D or tell me more about B vitamins, because there's a lot of those. So I have one for every single vitamin on there. And I have a bonus one called What Do I Need to Know About MTHFR, which is a genetic um, condition that impacts the way you absorb folic acid and folate. So that's something that I found probably one in four-ish people that I talk to that impacts their life. So That is an additional resource that's on there. I also have Food Facts. That's an expanding library about different foods. Right now, I have things like goat cheese, avocados, honey, cucumbers on there, just some random foods. That is going to be expanding. Basically, I have blog posts about lots of these things too, but that's a place where you can find information about a specific food. Um, For example, lemons are on there, so you can go click on it and read a blog post about lemons and how... Lemons can nourish your body. Like I said, apparently I'm obsessed with citrus this week. So 
a little more about that. Um, I think the website that I have is just a really good place to, if you're a, a practitioner or a, a patient just interested in learning a little bit more about what I offer, that's a great place to go just to get a base understanding of things. So I invite you to go check on that. I obviously can't tell you everything about me here. So that'll be a good place to kind of get to know me. Again, that's aniweeks.com. I also, just a personal tidbit about me is I love baking. Desserts are my favorite thing to bake and I just kind of tolerate cooking. My least favorite thing is when I'm just wondering what to make for dinner. I have to plan it in advance or I just want any follow through will end up eating out. So (laughs) I love baking, but I tolerate cooking. I feel like a lot of you will be able to relate to that. Another thing that's really connected me to a lot of clients and consumers as I've gone about my business and setting up my business is that I actually have about half a, more than half a dozen autoimmune or genetic conditions, and it's really impacted my life. So I've seen both the patient and the professional side of healthcare, and that's what enables me to really understand these gaps that we'll be talking about. Um, for example, I'm doing continuing education on prenatal nutrition right now, and it is just so interesting to me the gaps in conventional medicine and what we should actually be doing where we can fill those gaps. And so it's just so, so interesting. There's always something to learn in the nutrition field. And it actually really impacted the direction of my practice that I have today. So I was on the way to becoming a dietitian and I just really fell in love with the more technical aspects of nutrition. Hence why I became a diet technician. (laughs) There's kind of the word technicals right in the name there, but the nutrition and dietetic technician really gets to look at the intake and assessment of the nutrition process. And so I really am in there just looking at not only the literature, but what you're actually intaking and assessing that and seeing how nutritionally complete that is. And it's really interesting because it's such an individual journey, right? We're all eating different things. We all need different things. Um, So while there are conventional or kind of accepted guidelines out there, that's not always true for the individual person. So I hope that as you listen, you'll get a better feel for what you need individually and be empowered to go seek that out from sources that you trust. And I hope that I'm just one of those trusted sources that you can come to week after week to find some introductory information into your nutrition journey. So part of the reason I call myself a digital diet tech, I sort of made that title up, but the reason I think these digital platforms are so special is because when I was in a state of remission, from all these conditions, and I still am technically in remission for a lot of these conditions, I couldn't always go to the doctor's office. That was a lot for me, and I had a lot of doctors that I was seeing. So what I could do was Google stuff, right? We can all do that. (laughs) Not all of us have a doctor in the house or a doctor that we know, but most of us have a computer or a phone, and we can look up resources online. Now, are all of of those resources valid or true? No. That's what I want to help teach you is how to find trusted resources in this digital space. Um, I will be able to help connect you with those via my website, via this podcast, but I want you to feel comfortable navigating that online because I that's all I had when I was really sick and struggling. I was actually bedbound and housebound for a period of time. And so all I could really do was 
know where to look for that credible information and find it myself. And I think that's such a powerful thing to know that you can do that when you're struggling because like I said most of us have a phone or a computer handy and to know we can find the tools that we need to help ourselves is like I said just super empowering (laughs) a really empowering way to go about life so I want to help facilitate that process for you again I focus on evidence-based approachable guides and I want to offer you that here so We're coming towards the end of our time. I am just so excited to be finally getting this podcast off the ground, talking to you week in and week out about things you need to know in the nutrition world. Like I said, it's such an individual process, and I just really hope you find something here that resonates with you. So I will see you here next week. This is going to be a weekly podcast. And if you subscribe to my general website, I'll send out what I call the biweekly bite. It is my email subscriber newsletter. And that's where you'll get an overview of everything that's happening. So if you just want to hear about the podcast, you can obviously follow this, subscribe wherever you're listening. But if you want to kind of get good discounts, good deals, learn about new blog posts, kind of get tidbits seasonally about what's happening, see freebies that are available, you'll definitely want to subscribe to the site, which you can do at aniweeks.com. Again, I'm so happy you're here. I know you have a choice of what you can listen to on your daily carpool line pickup or drive to the grocery store or your tour routines (laughs) I know you have a choice of what to listen to and I'm just really thrilled and excited and humbled that you're choosing to be part of this community so I will see you here next week thanks guys bye (music) 